Hi, this is Jim Brangenberg, the host of the I Work For Him radio show. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast, where we discuss our workplace as our mission field. The live version of our show can be heard each weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern on AM 570 and 910 WTBN, locally in the Tampa Bay area, and worldwide on the web at letstalkfaith.com or iHeartRadio. Our website, iWorkForHim.com, has great resources on how you can learn about how your workplace can be your mission field. And also check out the sponsors that bring you the radio show each and every day. And while you're there on I Work For Him, click on the I Work For Him Nation flag and prayerfully consider joining the I Work For Him Nation. Join thousands around the globe praying for their coworkers and employees by name each and every day. That's IWorkForHim.com, IWork, the number four, Him.com. Remember, your workplace is your mission field, and in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Thanks again for listening. I hope this broadcast will make an impact on your life so that you'll never look at your workplace the same again. Let's get to today's show. You've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. Hey, have you taken time to join the I Work For Him Nation? Exciting things happen every day as I'm hearing from listeners from all over the world and all over the country and all over Tampa Bay about how I Work For Him is making an impact. I get to just ask you, I beg you, let us know. Help us make the show better and more applicable to you. We want to challenge you and me every day when we're on the air. We're looking to help challenge you and me and Martha and and all of us across the Bay, all of us across the country, all of us across the world to a deeper understanding of what it means to serve the Lord in our workplace. Each and every day, Martha and I try to tackle con. Wow, I, I, the lips, I rented the lips, apparently. <laughs> the contract a, must have just worn out. <laughs> I'd like a refund, please. Can I go back to Kmart and get new lips? Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to tackle topics that are challenging you and I in our faith. And today's no different. We're going to talk about balance. And if there's ever one thing that Martha and I struggle with, it's balance. Yes, we were joking that we are actually kind of the poster child for needing to learn what we're going to talk about today. So we're not preaching to the choir. We are the choir. <laughs> <laughs> That's well said. We're Wow. I don't know. Does that make sense? I don't know. Who's got choirs anymore? Oh, oh some of the churches do. Lots of people. Yeah. yeah. I'm just more of the rock band type. Anyway, so we'd love for you to go out to iWorkForHim.com, click on the iWorkForHim Nation flag, and join the iWorkForHim Nation. And let us know. How you heard about us, let us know how Christ is making an impact in your workplace. We would love to hear from you. You have heard it. No, we're not going to bring on everybody, but there's been many people that have reached out to us and said, hey, this is making an impact, and we've had them call in and give a two-minute testimony. That doesn't have to be for everybody, and it's only for people who are willing, but we really want to hear how is Jesus impacting your workplace. We all need to remember that it does take a paradigm shift in our minds. Romans 12 reminds us of that paradigm shift. Don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. And really today, the conversation together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha is always about marriage and relationships. And today we're slipping back to the book called The Seven Secrets to an Awesome Marriage. And we started the series back, I don't know, January. And we always get, you know, have interspersed other interviews But The Seven Secrets to an Awesome Marriage was a book written by Dr. Kim Kimberling. And as we've gone through this book, today's session is really a session for Martha and I. So we're going to go through a counseling session with you listening, talking about building balance into our marriage, because it's one of those things Martha and I sometimes get overcommitted. But I picked out a verse for us. Philippians 4, 8 says this, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, 
whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And that's really what we're talking about today, Martha. We're talking about making sure that our schedule, our balancing in our marriage, not just schedule, but everything that we balance in our marriage, that it's honoring to the Lord. Yes, and I actually love that verse. And um, one of the things well, I've always told my dad, we need to invent some place that we can put that verse that holds um, like your remote controls for your television and stuff, because it's such a good um, reminder that there's thing that we need to filter everything that goes into our minds, into our lives. And today we're talking about the things that filter into our schedule. All right. So we, before we get to the um filtering of all this what all that stuff you just said we got a couple we should talk about this morning this morning at the tampa bay mayor's prayer breakfast put on by cbmc and a team of about 500 people no it's about a thousand people today for breakfast at the tampa bay hilton or the hilton tampa bay there you go and it or hilton tampa downtown whatever it was it was it was was awesome and mark (laughs) whitaker a past guest on i work for him and heavily involved in cbmc was led to the lord by chuck colson he shared his testimony as the informer on a huge $12 billion uh, price-fixing scam from Archer Daniels Midland back in the 80s and the 90s. And uh, it was fantastic. There was there was 1,000 people in the room, Christ followers, pre-Christians, and it was really a great event. It was so fun to be there. It was ridiculous getting up at 5 o'clock this morning to get there, but it was really a fun it event. It was worth it. You know, it was neat. One of the uh, We got to talk with so many people. I feel like my voice is kind of weak this afternoon because we did do a lot of talking in a big room to um, so many wonderful people that came together. But one of the people um, that I talked to was from here, had been gone and was visit you know back in town and he made the comment to me well i've heard what's been going on in tampa bay and it was really neat and how so many ministries are starting to learn about each other people are getting connected to ministries that are helping them in their workplace and people are seeing that activity happening in tampa bay in the in the um christian arena if you want to say well and cbmc alone has has grown from one uh Timothy group to about 14 groups, Marketplace Ambassadors, C12 was growing, Truth at Work is growing. There's so many different ministries that are growing in the ministry. I sat down with a business owner yesterday, and he's mentoring uh, 12 guys under CBMC, and he's got another t- a group of 10 that he's getting ready to start. And, and people are, it's really start. we're really starting to make an impact on the workplace. And I'm hoping that I work for him as that platform for helping everybody know. But let's talk about the marriage cruise, because the marriage cruise is coming up. Uh, <laughs> right around the corner. That's so not nice. March the 30th of 2017. So just That's a little over 10 up. months. It's right around the corner. But if somebody signs up today, if a couple signs up today, a husband and wife couple sign up today, they um, can make payments on it instead of, and it's not that expensive. It's just if you want to spread it out on a budgetable number. Right. And it, and it doesn't, it's not like a financing option or anything. They just let you make payments towards it so that. I, I was kind of thinking it's kind of like a crock putt, you know, where you fix it and forget it. It's like sign up for it and then try to forget about it. Forget about it. For like eight months so that you're not going, when is it coming? I can hardly wait. All right. Um, so let's talk about why we do marriage cruises. Yeah, Jim. Why do we do marriage Thank cruises? Thank you. That's a great question, Martha. I'm glad, glad you asked that question. Yeah. You know, we do marriage cruises because we're passionate about helping Christ followers create strong marriages because strong marriages build strong families. 
And strong families build a strong America. And mm-hmm. and we just know that everybody needs to invest time in a marriage. And we have found the most effective way to do that is on a cruise ship. Because, and we try to keep these reasonable. This is not one of these three or $4,000 weekend cruises. This is not what it is. We try to keep this as dirt cheap as possible for a five-day cruise. The whole point of it is, though, is to get you and your husband or you and your wife together in a place where there's no distractions. No TV, well, except for horrible satellite TV on oh, the Oh, but you can ship. watch the front of the ship on the yes, camera you on your TV. Uh, you can, there's no internet, there's no cell phone, there's no children. And you've got the opportunity to really invest in each other. And we provide lots of opportunities to, to speak truth to each other, to talk through things. And couples rant and rave about how fantastic it is to be disconnected and to invest in each other. Yeah, and I think one of the things, you know, I've heard lately on the radio a lot of people doing a lot of cruises, and I think, number one, a lot of people understand the value of disconnecting, and there is a really, really good value in doing that, Um, but I do want to kind of stress the point that we just bring 20 couples. This is not like we take over the ship and... And, um, you know, we, we, it's very intimate in that respect. And that's one of the wonderful values of it is the fact that you get to build relationships with the other people that last a lifetime. It's, and we have a good time. We really do. But we do keep it small so that everybody gets a chance to interact. Because one of the highlights of the weekend are the four meals, the four evening meals, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, that we spend together. And nobody sits at the same table twice. And and we all we all just get to meet each other and meet other couples that really want to work on their marriages. So we'd like to invite you to go out to iWorkForHim.com, click on the Events tab, and click on the Cruise and 2017 Cruises out there. We actually have the 2018 Cruise. We should get that link out there in case people want to sign up. Sure, they could at least know the date. Yeah. But And if they go to the Facebook page for I Work For Him, they can find the event. So or, the events are out there? Yes, it, I don't have 18 out there, but I have 17 out there. So same thing. I should probably create. We'll get on a stick. I don't know if they let you create an event two years in advance. Well, I'm sure they do. <laughs> They've been talking about this presidential election since like 2010. Yeah, but that's not so. Facebook. Yeah, no. Well, I know, but it's ridiculous. Okay. So we'd love to have you come along with Martha and I to work on your marriage. Go out to iWorkRam.com. Click on the events tab uh, and uh, click on cruise or send us an email. You want more information? We're very easy to access. Jim at iWorkForHim.com, Martha at iWorkForHim.com, and it's the number four, not the word four. Jim at iWorkTheNumberForHim.com. I'm just going to throw something out there. Last year, we were invited by some friends to go to their church and talk to some of their connection groups about coming together on the cruise. And so if, if that is something that people may be interested in, we love to speak about marriage and would be happy to do that and, and um, tell a group about it so that they could, you know, if you want to come with some friends. Well, that's a great point. You know, if you ever, if the church that you go to is ever looking for guest speakers to talk about marketplace ministry or marriage, we are, all, we're there. We'll, <laughs> we'll do it. You have to feed us though. You must feed us. Uh, but we would love to come and speak to your church and share our passions. I was going to make a joke earlier when you started to say the highlight of the weekend on the cruise is the four dinners. <laughs> it's like, okay, the menus are good, but it's the fellowship that goes with oh, us. Did you think I was talking about food? No. Is that all you ever think about? No. no, but no. No, no. Okay, so let's talk about balance. Okay. Let's talk about, I, I, actually, the last question is the first question I want to ask us. Mm. If you and your spouse were asked if your marriage was in balance, what would you say? Yeah. And then there were crickets. <laughs> crickets, crickets, crickets. Uh, is that Jiminy Cricket? He's singing. All right. So I would say th- that 
in our lives currently right now that um, we are not extraordinarily imbalanced. But we're going on vacation very soon, and that will help. Can I interject? Of course. This is our show, not my show. I'm going to disagree with you. You don't agree? We are. You can't do that on the radio. Yeah, but, okay, so here's the thing. Are we talking about our life being in balance or our marriage being in balance? Well, for us, isn't that one and the same? Um, well, we live every bit of our lives together. I know. So when we talk at some of the key points of this chapter of the book, again, we're talking about the seven secrets to an awesome marriage by Dr. Kim Kimberling. And we are on secret number five, which is, uh, how does it put balance, balance, scheduling scheduling for for a better marriage. And some of the key points are balance of a friendship with each other. Okay, time management. Yeah, okay, never mind. I'm just, I'm going to stop right there. But then the other key points were... Financial balance, family traditions, having fun. Having fun and family traditions. So I think as far as our relationship with each other, other than the area of time management, but even then we're spending the time together... Because we work together and we're on the air together, and we do devotions you know, at night together. Yeah, we watch TV together. We are pretty much together all the time. The only thing but we the... don't do together is in our morning, our morning devotionals. Correct. And I don't do my hair in the morning alongside you. You get done a lot quicker. I have no hair. Oh, that's such a prejudicial thing. It is not. Okay. <laughs> You're the one bringing it up. But anyway, so my point was is that. I think, oh, we definitely have things to work on in the area of balance, especially in the area of time management. But I do think that because we were challenged very early in our marriage to be friends and do some of these other things that we're going to talk about today, that some of some of those areas of our life as a marriage are very much in balance. All right, well, let's talk about some of the key points. Because okay. balance in marriage requires two people. It does. The husband and a wife. That works. Because if you don't have balance between, if one of you is out of balance, then both of you are out of balance. Yet a lot of people think, well, I'm good. I'm good. But then their spouse isn't good. Well, you have to think of it like that, the, what do you call those things? With the scale. Equilibrium? No, the scale like that that they used in the market, you know, back in the. I think it's called a scale. Okay. The scale where there was two things and they had to be equally weighted or it would be out of balance. So even if you thought you were good, if your spouse is a mess, it's going to be out of balance. You're going to be out of balance just as much as them, just the opposite well, direction. And talking about balance, I mean, this requires a lot of work. Really, yeah. it, I don't know if it requires a lot of work. It requires communication. I mean, I think it really requires communication. That's the work. And a lot of couples really struggle. I don't know, listeners, it, 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 do you struggle with communicating with your spouse? I mean, that's Martha and I struggle sometimes with communication because I'm thinking and I think so loud in my head. Sometimes I think I've told Martha. You think so loud? I do. I think loud in my head. (laughs) I I think clearly because I talk to myself when you're not around. I talk to myself because I get lonely. So I talk to myself. So sometimes I think I've said things to you that I haven't because they're so loud in my head. Yes, I get that. (laughs) We've had that happen quite a few times recently. All right. So, but the rewards of that effort are super great but staying in balance you need to be intentional about it and this is what when we're mentoring a couple we often talk about listen you need to be intentional we need to all be intentional in creating balance in our marriages it takes work and so maybe you're listening and you're not married yet or maybe you're listening and you're dating somebody or maybe you're listening and you're engaged or maybe you're maybe you're listening and you want to get married this is just part of that marriage is not 
It's awesome. We're about ready to celebrate 30 years, but it takes work. And balance takes work, and it takes two people. It takes two people to make a great marriage. It really does, right? Yes, it does. That's for sure. So we're talking about balance today. And, you know, the, the title of the chapter is Scheduling for Better Balance. And then it breaks it out into several different things. Okay. So we were best friends before we started dating. Yes. We've been friends for 34 years almost. It's amazing. It is amazing. It's amazing that you haven't run And screaming. we're only 35, right. so that's really right. cool. Right. I thought I was 29. Well, that wouldn't be possible. No, it wouldn't be. Okay, <laughs> we're only 35. So we met in uh, nursery school. Right. No, no, I think we were juniors in high school. Yes. Okay, so we have been friends. And so we were gifted with the fact that we already loved hanging out with each other before we romantically fell in love with each other. Mm -hmm. So the friendship thing, I think sometimes we take it for granted. I don't know. Most definitely. I think, I think that's very true. So what he, what you're referring to is the fact that one of the points of the book that we are talking about, which is seven secrets of an awesome marriage is that you need to have balance through your friendship. And it asks the question, if you, somebody asked you who your best friend was, and you don't answer your spouse, it actually says, stop everything. Why do you think it says that? Well, because um, it is really important in a marriage for the spouse to be the first person we want to go to with our victories, with our joys, with our discouragement, with everything. And if somebody else has that place in your life, then... Um, you are neglecting that area of relationship with your spouse. Well, and I think there's a danger there that a lot of husbands and wives get married and they have outside friendships. And so instead of having the priority being God first, spouse second, children third, and then everybody else in the, and your work and your ministry, that a lot of times people, those, those other friendships tend to start interfering with their marriage relationship. Certainly, if you had friendships with people of the opposite sex that were close friendships before you got married, those need to end. Not not end like you can't be friends with people of the opposite, but you shouldn't be hanging out with them. Yeah, and that's a that's a really um, important thing to really pray about and talk with your spouse about too, because. Um, you need to be able to express the importance of each other over everybody else. So really, the, the question to ask yourself is, who is your best friend? And if it's not your spouse, well, first of all, if you're not married, okay, that's okay. But if it if you're engaged, it should be the person you're engaged to. If you're married, it should be the person that you're married to, your best friend. Because your marriage needs a strong friendship to make it through those difficult times. Because there are difficult times of marriage because there's two people getting married. Yeah, and I think that um, now I hope that people are hearing us, not hearing us say we're to be each other's only friend. No, no, no. We because didn't say that. that is not the case at all. It is important to have, have you as a friend. other friends. Well, we know that's not true because okay. you had four of them in the studio with you a couple of weeks ago. Okay, that may be true. <laughs> you have lots of friends. Um, but the point is that um, balancing that means not overspending time with a bunch of people that you um, don't have as your spouse and neglecting the time with your spouse. Friendship, a solid friendship with your, a best friendship with your spouse enables you to have a healthy marriage, to, to grow a healthy marriage. And that's what's so important is that you got to have a healthy marriage. In order to have a healthy marriage, you got to work at it. And even best friendships. I mean, how many of out there, listen, had a best, a best buddy or a best girlfriend in junior high or high school or elementary school? You know, blood, uh, us boys, we, you know, blood friendship, we share blood. <laughs> Can't do that anymore. But, you know, and, 
And those are people, you got ticked at them after a while. I mean, every once in a while you had a bad day between you. Did you, did you ever have best girlfriends like that? Oh, you, then are you, you got kidding? All that girl drama. You've seen the movie Mean Girls, right? I know, it was a documentary. <laughs> I mean, that's just what happens. Have in... I mentioned recently how beautiful you are? Oh. <laughs> that's not to be, meant to be a distraction. Oh, on, on the air. Absolutely. Yeah. I and mean, everybody can tell. But but seriously, I the fact that we're best friends makes it so that when those difficult times, we know that both of, both of us are basically good-willed people. We don't mean to step on each other. And then sometimes we just need to say, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Yes, and not sound like Eeyore no, in the process. Yes, I really. have perfected the Eeyore. <laughs> but that wouldn't be the time to use it. Well, only because it bothers you, but it's, I'm really it good at it. It seems so disingenuous. It's not, because when I feel that way, that's the way I communicate. I know. And then we have to nail your tail back on. Oh, bother. <laughs> All right. So, but balance through friendship, it is so important that you maintain a healthy friendship. And, and you may be asking, how do you do that? Well, changing your schedule. Sometimes, I mean, we're going to, we're going to, the time management's the next one, but in order to maintain a best friendship with your spouse, you guys, your Outlook calendar, your Gmail calendar, your whatever calendar you have, it should reflect the majority of your time being spent with your spouse outside of work. Unless, of course, you work together. Then it would be even that time. But don't, don't you think? Yes. Yes. And, and um, one of the, again, the whole thing with um, we know that there's a lot of crazy busyness that people can be involved in, but it shows where your priorities are. And if your priority is the soccer field over your marriage, um, someday that's going to come and backfire. You, you can um, allow things to distract you for a certain amount of time, and then it, it can implode. And we don't want that. We want people to learn from these conversations so that they can apply them to their life and to our own lives so that we can continue to strengthen marriages. Well, and, and so I just challenge you, the listener, you know, as you're out there listening to us today, we're speaking to you. We're speaking to Martha. Martha and I are speaking to each other today. and We're speaking to, to, to the listeners here. All right. Listen up, Jim. All right. Listen up, Martha. If your schedule on your Outlook, and we use Outlook, so we're a little old-fashioned. We still use Outlook. I know Is that old-fashioned? I don't know. There's some kids that don't use Outlook. Oh, yeah. There's the Google Calendar yeah, and all we, that stuff. I don't know. But. but if your schedule outside of work doesn't reflect a significant amount of that time being with your spouse, then you're not investing in the right places. I mean, that's a safe way to say it. And when we come back from the break, that we're going to dig deep into time management because it it's something where Martha and I are actually extraordinarily good at managing the time we just tend to fill up all 18 hours every day or 17 hours you know maybe that's the issue like we use an outlook calendar and maybe we think we need to fill it i don't think our kids really even use calendars so they we're, just we, we remember. got empty space we don't know what to do with it correct see that's <sighs> the issue why don't we start book we do we are we that's no, the only thing we have on the calendar on our free time was on Saturday at nine o'clock. We're supposed to be cleaning. Yeah, we clean the house. By the way, that was Sunday afternoon this week. I don't know how we missed that one. That's so we're okay. balancing our time. So our schedules need to be modified a little bit. I think that is a good way. To I think look we at should it. start scheduling it right now. If I don't come back after the break, I'm working on my Outlook calendar just in case you're wondering. <laughs> you should come back. All right, you're listening to, <laughs> to together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha Brangenberg. First half hour of the show, we were talking about number one. We we highlighted the marriage retreat cruise, which you can find out more about it online at iworkforhim.com. And then we jumped into the conversation and talked about the value of balance within a marriage and why it requires two people to bring balance within a marriage, and then that how your best friend should be your spouse. And we just got to talk about our calendar should reflect our spouses as a priority. 
and then we had to take a break. But I want to thank Ted for calling in from Fort Myers, winning the copy of The Seven Rings of Marriage. We still have a copy of Love That Lasts, When Marriage Meets Grace. Call into the studio line now at 877-943-9673. 877-943-9673. Ace will take your information, and we'll talk about it on the air. Just say hello, and thank you for calling in. We know we get people out there listening. Don't be afraid. 877-943-9673. And maybe you're not really one of those call-in kind of people. You can always reach out to us on Facebook. Sometimes we give the books away. If they don't get called in on the air, we give them away on Facebook. But we also would love... Martha's making fun of me. I'm speaking with no, my hands. No, I was just going to say something. You told people not to be afraid. And that makes me think of like the angels in the in the scriptures when it always says, don't be afraid. Well, we're not going to put you right on the air. We just want to thank you for you know calling him <laughs> the book. But then that would, that would make me afraid. If you told me not, to, I never thought about being afraid, but now I am afraid. <laughs> Sorry. Don't be afraid, everybody. Please call in. <laughs> and we want to hear from you. That's one of those things. And we'd love, uh, uh, just send us an email. Jim at IWorkForHim.com, Martha at IWorkForHim.com. So right. after we're love done talking lasts. about time management, we're going to talk about having fun. And that was just having fun. I'm sorry. If it at my expense, of course. You. you didn't upset me. I feel stupid. You should see the look on your oh, face. Oh, I did that on purpose. I know. Okay, so love at last. Call Ace now, 877-943-9673. So our schedules balance through time management. Our mm-hmm. schedules need to reflect it. Now, you and I don't have kids at home anymore, so it's easy to let our schedules get out of control. Yep. We tend to work 10 or 12-hour days, and we come home, we eat dinner, watch a little TV, and by then it's time to go to bed. Well, it's funny because the other day one of our neighbors said, well, what room do you spend the most time in your house when you're home? And we're like, the office. <laughs> That's a really bad answer, I guess. I don't know. I don't know it's a bad answer, but I was you know, wondering – I mean, we have our neighbors keep asking us, why are you guys so busy? You guys are really busy. So are never home. I think they love us, which we, is nice. We don't want that to be a trophy that we wear. No, we need to take and that so, trophy and give it to somebody else. Yeah. Or well, no, destroy the trophy. We want to teach to destroy- other people not to have it either. And that's one of the things with our society right now is that it's almost like this sign of status and success to work all these hours and it shouldn't be we've got a caller okay patricia from tampa wants to let us talk to us about your spouse being your best friend patricia thanks for calling into i work for him thank you so so, so you got to turn down your radio though if you would please okay hold on i can do that awesome all right, that's good. Okay, so we're we're talking with Patricia from Tampa. She's turned on the radio, so now she can't hear because we, we do a little bit of a delay so that if I case I say something stupid, they can just <laughs> cut it out. Patricia, you said you wanted to comment on your spouse being your best friend. Go ahead. Well, um, it, all, it all started back when I was a very young child because I was verbally, physically, and sexually molested at nine years old. And I, my dad beat me my last time when I was 14. And I kept getting into relationships just to keep from going by cold. And um, my husband will be 81 Saturday. Mm. And today is our anniversary. How many years? Nine. Fantastic. I'm a little upset because I have a druggy daughter, and she took my car, and I had a visit today at 1 to 4. Had everything planned, the cake, the pizza, you know, 
and she still hasn't come home. Uh, so, but he was my best friend. I, I keep he has dementia, mm. and he's in Lithia Pinecrest okay. at Patty's house. And uh, I had ordered a, a cake, you know, anniversary cake with the nine on top, and uh, he wanted pizza and Mountain Dew, so I ordered. Uh, p- pizza. He wanted pepperoni. I wanted supreme. So it's half and half. <laughs> and uh, Patricia, what is your husband's name? What's your husband's uh, name? Frederick. 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 Williams. Oh, that's Fre- wonderful. Can I can I pray for you and Frederick right now? Would that be okay? I sure would appreciate it. But right now I'm upset. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Father, we just thank you so much for Patricia calling in. We thank you for the marriage of Patricia and Frederick and, and how in these last nine years they've been able to just honor you through a best friendship. And God, I just pray that you give Patricia your peace and thank you that she's celebrating what you have done in, in her life and what you've done in their lives together. And Lord, I pray that you get that car back in her hand so she can go celebrate that with uh, her mm-hmm. anniversary with Frederick. And thank you for having her call in today. And uh, we just ask that you would just wrap your arms of grace around her we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you Amen. so much for calling in, Patricia, and happy well, anniversary. You know, um, he's, got, he's got five children, and there's only one that doesn't want us together. And oh. she, I fell and broke my right leg um, almost six years ago. And I was in the hospital, and they had to do surgery because I splintered my le- leg when I broke it. And... Um, they came to the hospital to make sure that's where I was at. And then they went to the courthouse and got guardianship. Mm. And she has control of him. Uh, so, well, I, I hope you can get over there and... begging to see him, you know? Yes, yes. Well, we will... We just prayed that you'll be able to hook up with him and, and spend some time because he is a special man in your life. Yeah, and thank you so much, Patricia, for sharing a little bit of that story. And we will be in prayer for you. And uh, thanks for listening to I Work For Him. All right, Martha, when we talk about balance and we talk about that, I mean, you just look at life even in your 80s can be can feel out of balance. And Patricia mm-hmm. just being transparent and going, wow, hey, things, things sometimes can get a little out of control. But yet she loves her husband and she desperately wants to be with him. And uh, that's the way I hope that we are. When we're in our 80s that we can't, hopefully I'm not. I'll, and I'll get a half a pizza your flavor and a half of mine, and I will deliver a Mountain I, Dew to you no matter right. where See, we that's are. A, <laughs> that's what I like about Patricia more than anything. She said Frederick loved a Mountain Dew. How yeah, cool is that? He wants a Mountain and Dew. And I want just cheese, then okay. crust cheese and you can have, you know, whatever you want to have on yours. Okay. What are you going to have? Well, Canadian bacon and pineapple? Possibly, but okay. not thin crust, so then not it really crust. has to be two pizzas. That's okay, we can deal with it. <laughs> All right, so the time management thing is really important that we uh, really, that our time reflects our spouses. You know, I love the question in the book. It says, if nothing changes in your schedule for the next 10 years, where will your relationship with God be? And where will your marriage relationship be? If it's if nothing in your schedule changes, are those things even going to be any better or going to be worse or stagnant? Where are they going to be? And that's an amazing so question. So how would you answer that question? Um, I would say that if nothing changed in our schedule right now, I still feel like it would have grown in a forward movement because I feel like right now, I am, I'm growing in my relationship with God and, and I believe that our marriage is growing stronger and stronger by doing this show, by talking to other people about marriage, by being involved in their lives and trying to strengthen their marriage, it strengthens ours each and every day. 
It does. And, and and as you we heard Patricia just share from her heart, boy, she because her husband has got a little dementia, she's been cut off from him uh, because somebody else is taking uh, primary control. And, and, and that's the that's why marriages are so important. That we work on it so that we can stay married and ride off into the sunset together. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it but it takes a lot of work. But that's why the next thing is balance through having fun. You know, if your spouse isn't your best friend, you end up probably not doing a lot of fun things together. But that's one of the things that's really work. Sometimes you and I work too much, but to to all of us, we need to actually we need to spend more time just having fun. What does fun look like for us? Um, well, we ride bikes. We do, but you don't like to ride bikes. But we ride bikes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sitting in the sun reading a book, that's something you think is fun. Yes, don't you? I, I do. With but an umbrella. With an umbrella on top of me. <laughs> At and the a, beach. With, with the, the, with the seagulls and the breeze. And the breeze. And the uh, but waves. I love riding bikes together. Uh, I love walking together. We do walk yeah. on the beach every once in a while. But it is having fun together. I mean, that's also when I find that when we're spending time together like that, we actually talk sometimes about things that are just on our hearts that we haven't had a chance to talk because we've been too busy to talk about anything else. You know, I think that let's take a moment here because I think that there are a lot of couples that because they're entrepreneurs um, fall into the same trap that we do, that it's really hard to, we were never the kind of family that said, let's go find out what's happening in the area on Saturday and we're going to do that for Saturday. It seemed like a lot of times, well, when we had a car dealership, we were at the car dealership on Saturdays. So, you know, our weekend fun time isn't always, isn't the same as everybody else's or who we, what we think everybody else's is. But, um, I think I like to do projects on Saturdays. Yeah. But I, but I think that the part of that is entrepreneurship and, you know, having to, having to think outside the box and do things differently. And, um, but still entrepreneurialship. Okay. That's all right. I'm Ism. allowed to. I have entrepreneurialshipism. <laughs> I have my own uh, dictionary. You know that. So anyway, I just think that um, we you need to find whatever it is that is fun for you and and be more diligent about it. So that's where I think our bucket list of our dates has come in handy. Where we've started to say, oh, that'd be really fun to bike over that new bridge at the Courtney Campbell. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do that. And so it's on our bucket list that we will do it. And there's been a few things where we thought they would be awesome. And we were like, yeah, that was a bust. But at least we tried it. We can say, hey, we went out of our comfort zone. And, and it is fun. Just like going to the mayor's prayer breakfast this morning. Uh, it was fantastic doing it mm-hmm. together. I did not enjoy getting up early or driving in the rain to Tampa this morning. And But once we got there, man, it was just a room filled with energy. It was amazing. Okay. Balance through family traditions. We need to have family traditions. We don't have any family traditions. I'm kind of an anti-tradition kind Our of tradition is to not have traditions. Although, <laughs> we always joke about for that. Halloween for years, because we weren't really fond of the whole trick-or-treating idea, we went to Chuck E. Cheese for years. Yes. That was a tradition. So it was an anti-tradition tradition. It was an anti-tradition tradition. And that's yes. more my style. Yep. I, I don't But you... And your family did like to do a lot of traditions. So do we have any? We did for years. We, our tradition was to go to Florida on vacation. That's right. Now we live here. So what do we do now? So we're living in tradition. No, I'm just, I don't know. No, that's over in Orlando. We live in Tampa. <laughs> that's true. That was really good. Um, do we have any traditions? Hmm. Maybe you listeners are sitting out there going, we have to ask our Jim and Martha need some traditions. We have our to kids, ask our kids what I'm afraid think... what my kids might say. Okay, making wild rice soup on Christmas Eve. I mean, that's like... A silly tradition. That's not really a tradition in the Baking sense of having a balanced yes. family life. But <laughs> I don't, marriage is like gardening. You have to 
till the ground. You've got to plant. You've got to water. You've got to get the weeds out of the way. I mean, marriage, wow, good one, Martha. Fertilize. Right, fertilize it. Weed, and that's what we're talking about. Weed killer. Fertilize it and weed in your garden and your marriage so that it can grow to be healthy. Like that petunia plant I bought for you a couple of weeks ago. Oh, it is it's amazing. so pretty. Yes. Absolutely the best one I've ever bought. And I took it down during the last windstorm so it lasted. Okay. Yeah. So we've been talking about balance in your marriage. And it is... We talked about how you balance through friendship, balance through time management, balance through having fun, balance through family traditions. And we were reminded by one of our faithful assistants right here in the studio uh, that we do have one tradition. It's our birthday song. And we're not going to sing it, but we have a very special rendition that we sing only to those whom we really, 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 really know love us and sometimes people <laughs> and some people yeah that's probably a better one hey. all right but a fi- the final one though financial balance oh Before can we, i wait 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 well, we're gonna run i know out of we're gonna run out of time but i just want to give a shout out to the, all the people oh. that we met today at the mayor's prayer or awesome. breakfast that they have texted me and telling me they're listening and i think that's so sweet so carolyn thanks for listening love you i thank all of you for listening it's so great to have you tuning in with us every day and we'd love to hear more from you uh just to Email us, Jim at IWorkForHim.com. We're on Facebook, I work for him. Martha's always checking that out there. All right, so financial balance. Mm, Problems one. with money are consistently the top main issue in couples getting out of balance. I mean, we're, that is one thing we always ask couples, hey, how, how are you handling money? Because money can twist and turn and bust and destroy and uh, because it's not being handled right. Yeah, so the book comes to right to the key point and says, if you don't have it, don't spend it. Hmm. There you go. There you go. Pretty That's simple. a balanced budget. If you don't have it, don't spend it. But uh, the other part of that financial balance is being able to communicate about it. We talk about that a lot with marriages, being able to talk and um, be honest and actually deal with things, whether they're good, bad, or ugly. So, but it's, and, and it's one of these communication things. You really need to communicate together about money, but it is a lot of us. And this is something we say all the time. A lot of us grew up with mom and dads that handle money very differently. So Martha's mom and dad may have handled money differently than my mom and dad. And we come together and create a married couple and we have to learn how to handle money together. And so it's super important that you work on this, but financial balance, it is great. Stay out of debt. You'll solve yourselves a lot of problems. So we've been talking today about the seven secrets to an awesome marriage. Secret number five, balance. Scheduling for a better balance. And it's not just scheduling, but it's making your mem- your marriage a priority through friendship and time management and traditions and having fun and making your money not get in the way of your marriage. But Martha, we came to another, we're, we've come to the end of another show. It was the fastest hour it's the fastest talk one hour radio. Christian talk radio. But thanks for tuning in today. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love for you to go out to iWorkForHim.com tonight and do two things. Go to the bottom of the front page where you see all of our show sponsors. Let them know you appreciate them helping us stay on the air. We've got some amazing ministries and amazing businesses that help us stay, out the, stay on the air every day. Give them a shout out. Let them know how much you appreciate it. And also click on the iWorkForHim Nation flag. Make that commitment to start praying for your coworkers and employees by name each and every day. And just a little plug, go out to I Work For Him on Facebook and like us on our Facebook page. We've got thousands, a little over 12, 1,300 followers. We'd love to have 13,000 followers. It would be fantastic. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg, together on Tuesdays. We're Christ followers. We own our own business. We struggle with balance. God is on the throne, but ultimately, I I work work for him. him.